Why Libertarianism Fails the Right Libertarians believe the market is self-correcting. If houses are too expensive given enough time and if left to its own devices, people will eventually stop buying houses. However, some assumptions are built into this model. If there is enough money concentrated in a few buyers' hands, a few buyers can buy up the supply to keep prices high while renting the purchased homes out to those who cannot afford to buy. A few buyers can defeat the market and are able to keep house prices rising, even in an otherwise depressed market in which most people are selling. If people cannot afford health care, eventually so many people will die that the supply of health care will exceed the demand and costs will go down. But there are ancillary costs to this draconian solution that few wish to pay. If too few jobs exist for the supply of labor, wages will decline. But once more there is a point at which market forces hit the limitations of biology. People will starve unless they are paid at a rate sufficient to provide for basic needs. Supply always moves towards demand. There is no right or wrong about this from a market perspective. It's all about the price point of the item and marginal demand. Where demand is higher than the supply the price will increase and new supplies will emerge. If demand is lower than supply, prices will fall. Lower prices increases the uptake of the product. The market is all about choices. The less impact a choice has on us the more likely we are to make it. Demand increases as prices decline and decrease as prices rise. There is nothing controversial about this. These may be true facts and are, but the truth or falsity of these statements is irrelevant. Stable markets are not what conservatism is about. Linking the right to the mechanisms of the market has been a big mistake. Conservatives object to government interference in the market, but the problem is government, the problem is not inefficient markets. The right does not want governments interfering in the market because regulation means taxation and increases in taxes gives governments funds to interfere in our lives. It is not the regulations, and it is not the taxes conservatives actually dislike. Everything a government does interferes in people's lives. It is the interference, not the method used to affect the interference, that the right objects to. It might be added that it is not so much the interference itself, but the kind of interference that governments engage in. Government interference is based solely on power, not moral rights. Government interference is not grounded in natural law. Governments are not merit-based organizations. More importantly, we ought to note that the market cannot stop governments from interfering in the economic activity of an area. There is no market mechanism that penalizes those who regulate the market. The government does not lose income by raising taxes. We may argue that at some point taxation will destroy the market. This is the point at which the country will be communist. However, claiming that high levels of taxation lead to the destruction of free markets is a moot point. 
The state is actively working to destroy private ownership along with the market. The state does not love free enterprise or it would not regulate it. The state does not want free markets or they would permit them. This is not the same as saying the state does not love the money that capitalism generates. But like so much else in this world the state faces a dilemma. If it could regulate everything, it would, but it cannot. The state must not kill the golden goose even while hating that it, the state, does not control the size of the egg produced. Libertarianism appears to be an ally of the right because both claims to want small governments and free markets. But libertarians do want governments to protect the market and they do want markets so they can amass more and more private wealth. Unfortunately, many conservatives have bought into this ideology. It is not what conservatives are about. We do not wish to have small governments so we can have a larger share of private wealth. We might not see markets do not reflect our best interest whether regulated a lot or a little, but free markets are inherently liberal in the way they operate. Conservatives believe the free market rewards merit. Those who make money deserve the money they make. Conservatives have been indoctrinated into an erroneous idea about merit. Liberal merit or the liberal conception of merit is grounded in the exercise of power. Might legitimizes what the liberal does. Success justifies the action. Might makes right is the liberal maxim. But making lots of money is not a guarantee one ought to have acquired this wealth. The fact that one is born and human does not mean you deserve a range of benefits. We do not deserve health care or higher education except in the minds of our mothers and liberal politicians. Merit is earned, not taken. Merit is actually a zero-sum game. To get merit you have to receive merit. If you receive merit it has to come from somewhere. It can be argued, if dishonestly, we can all become president. Even so, we cannot all be president at the same time. A democracy is not a meritocracy. They are not even compatible. In a meritocracy people are advanced due to merit. Merit is not defined by popularity. Nor can merit be purchased with other people's money. A serious problem for democracies. The fact that a person can gain great wealth in a free market or power and prestige in a democracy does not make their position one of merit. Merit is earned, not taken. If merit is earned it has to be monetized. Merit must have the attributes of a currency. Merit must be quantified to be measured. Merit, more than anything else, has to be precisely allocated. How can we even say we live in a meritocracy if merit is not calibrated by means of accounting? Merit is another name for value. Those with merit create value, but value for who or what, that is the question. Merit has to be determined by the source of merit. The Bible calls the giver of merit a church. A more modern understanding of the source of merit is a political jurisdiction.
It is our response to the needs of the political jurisdiction we are in that determines our level of merit. A meritocracy is an organization in which citizens own the political jurisdiction they are in. Ownership is the key difference between a meritocracy and other kinds of organization. The only valid form of ownership is what we know of as personal ownership. We own what we use personally because of personal need. We need territory for personal use and so we own the territory we inhabit for personal use. This is not private ownership or public ownership, both which require a license from the state. Personal ownership is based on possession and also on creation. The political jurisdiction is not just land occupied, it is a political creation. Citizens are people who help one another as economic activity. We own the community we live in and create. Meritocracy has no joint or shared ownership in the sense of two people having a claim on the same asset. There are no liabilities or liens on property. Citizens work for the jurisdiction in which they reside. Citizens are paid a living wage as determined by the jurisdiction. When work is done it creates value or equity. Equity is represented by preferred shares. When value is added to an asset, equity is created and this is issued to the creator of the value as preferred shares or prefers for short. Prefers function as a currency. The more value one creates for the jurisdiction, the more prefers one earns. The work team determines who serves as team leader based on the value they bring to the team. In a meritocracy, the highest level has the same basic structure as the lower. The team of one layer determines the team leaders who become the members of the superior level, and so on. The team is the political jurisdiction. The team pays its citizen workers for the work they do. The currency is based on the equity created by labor. Equity is issued in the form of preferred shares, or prefers for short, represented by the symbol. Meritocracies have no inflation, depressions, unemployment, taxes, poverty, or other social ills. The community owns its assets and controls them for the benefit of its citizens. This is done through supply and demand as expressed by the consumer, not government and not by capitalists, both of whom own and control what they have no right to 